Seattle is particular and unique in a sense that the arts kind of seem like a part of the fabric, just like any other kind of sector of a city. Like the arts just seems like a, a thing that people in Seattle do. Hi, I'm Linda Dershing. 25 years ago, I opened my first bar, Linda's Tavern, in Seattle's Capitol Hill neighborhood. Today, my company, The Dershing Group, has opened 11 other spots for friends to get together. I'm passionate about this community and the creativity, acceptance, and character it breeds. Seattle fosters people's motivation to change the future of its culture for good. In this podcast, I get the chance to talk to several of those people about what makes this city one to watch. This is Uncharted Seattle. We're here with Priya Frank and David Rue from the equity team at the Seattle Art Museum, locally known as SAM. The equity team promotes inclusivity and accessibility in the arts and is a key component of SAM's participation in the city's race and social justice initiative. Priya and David joined the equity team on the same day, and they say it was meant to be. Welcome to you both. Hi. 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 <laughs> Tell us how the equity team came to be. So the city of Seattle Office of Arts and Culture put together some trainings for arts and cultural institutions and organizations called Turning Commitment into Action. And it was a way of being able to assess, I'd say both individually and organizationally, where folks were at in terms of racial equity work and um, developing strategies for how to move that work forward. And so one of the commitments Sam made was to start an equity team and to build a racial equity plan. And so coming on board, we were really able to get both of those off the ground. So we already had amazing um, staff members that had signed up before it had even started. So now we have you know about 35 members. And so those are all all uh, staff that from different departments that have volunteered to be a part of this equity team. Yeah, so I started at SAM because of the graduate program that was in. It required that you do some sort of practicum so that you're putting theory into practice and working in the field. And I applied for a job at the museum sort of randomly that I didn't get, but I was offered um, an internship called the Emerging Arts Leader Internship, which is designed to create access and opportunity for people that maybe don't have traditional museum backgrounds. And when I came to Seattle, the only thing that I'd really done career-wise was being a professional dancer. I danced for a company in St. Paul, Minnesota called Two Dance from like the September after I graduated pretty much until the September that I came here. So, And I never thought I would ever ever <laughs> end up working in a museum space. But through the internship, I just learned so much and learned that I actually bring a really great skill set as a performing artist into the gallery spaces because that's something really exciting that's happening. And I've been able to build really great relationships between the dance community here and the visual arts community here just through kind of cross-genre programming that happens. Uh, and I think after about a month of doing the internship, uh, I was encouraged to apply for a position in the education department as a public programs coordinator. And I did that and I've been there ever since. And fun fact, Priya and I started on the very same day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we were meant to be at mm -hmm. SAM at the same time. This position came up at SAM and it was a new position and it was all the things I was doing at UW and all the things I was doing at Lucid in one job. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> imagine what that could be like if I could have one job and not like 9,000 <laughs> jobs. Wow, it and sounds you know, like it was just meant for yeah, you. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so it was kind of felt like, 
what an opportunity I have to go for it. Part of the the job itself was to start this equity team. And, you know, seeing an institution put resources into a position like this was a really uh, positive sign for me and that it wasn't just something that they were doing on the side, but they were actually investing um, with their budget to hire a position like this. So mm-hmm. yeah, the the intent of the equity team, um, the approach is really about racial equity specifically, and then also internally. So creating internal culture shift that centers equity amongst everything that we do at the museum. So tell me how you think your work has been uh has been impacting the city and changing the city. I feel like there's a lot of exciting things to sort of talk about. For me, what I noticed through my work at the museum, I'm a public engagement associate in our education department. And to see the amount of dance and live performance that's happened inside of the gallery spaces alone, that's been really exciting. But I also am really noticing that so many different walks of life have come into the museum that I don't think would have happened had the equity work that we'd done hadn't happened and just be able to see such a demographic reflection of a world that I dream about living in, in a, in a dance floor space and seeing DJs and visual artists that maybe would have never interacted with a fine arts institution at the size of Sam interact with us on a regular basis and to see their friends and their communities come into the space and just feel like Sam is a home for them to innovate and iterate and be excellent in is something that I've seen a genuine change in even from like my first day to where we are right now. You know, I think that Sam is by no means perfect and there's a lot of work to do and Priya and I and everybody that work there are still very active learners. But I think that there is something to be said about being somewhat of a leader in the field of racial equity, particularly for institutions at our size. And it's been really exciting to see how other institutions similar are rising to the occasion and having that own sort of like, oh, we have to do something. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of work happening. We have to rise to the occasion ourselves, and kind of seeing that, um, that, urgency and seeing people respond and seeing the people that maybe are moving a little bit slower, realizing that that's not going unnoticed either. Like seeing the people that are not doing the work maybe as fully um, is 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 exciting to see everybody kind of go, well, we're doing it. Now mm. it's your turn. Let's go. Shout out to positive peer pressure. Yes, I love I love <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of pressure constantly on it because that's how the work moves forward. And mm-hmm. to be able to literally see that I only say that because I can actually feel a difference and uh, um, while it's hard to explain in words when you're in the in the environment and you can think about a visual arts institution that's been around since the 1930s, having a public runway that celebrates queer trans people of color for a program called Legendary Children and seeing young children and their mothers walk down the runway mm-hmm. to house music in a museum is really exciting and really something mm-hmm. that I think is uh new and innovative and something that I really feel like I'm lucky to be a part of and I'm lucky to see it grow and I'm lucky to learn myself. I just talked a lot. (laughs) It was great. I mean, I think a, a lot about sort of what my presence represents and to get to be in rooms where people that look like me haven't traditionally been. So to get to lead this sort of effort and be authentic in the in the approach mm-hmm. and to be able to feel like I'm bringing my whole self to the table and not just be at the table, but to get to help lead yeah. the conversations and the initiatives at that table based on this this package, right? I don't have to be anything else but myself has 
really allowed me to grow more than I ever have in my life. And to recognize, you know, one, whose shoulders I've stood on to get here and Mm -hmm. who paved the way for me, um, who made sacrifices for me and had to deal with a lot so that I could now have this sort of opportunity, but also what my presence represents in terms of who's coming after me yeah, and how they can hopefully bring their full selves into their work as well. So thinking specifically about, you know, people of color in museum fields, traditionally very underrepresented. So what are things that we can do? My hope is that seeing me in a position like this and having access can allow others to have the same, especially those emerging arts leaders who are just unbelievably talented. For more stories like these, watch the Uncharted Seattle video series at visitseattle.tv. Why is Seattle such a great city for doing the sort of work that you're doing? I think one of the biggest reasons why Seattle is such an exciting place to do the work that we do, but also just to experience things is because there are so many people in Seattle that are genuinely excited about bringing innovation and also joy to the cultural sector here. There are so many local artists that are A, both working at large institutions, but B, also just doing work on their own that um, you can feel and you can really experience in a genuine way. And the work of all of the people that I look up to so much in this city, um, their work permeates in so many different kind of avenues of your life that you would never expect. And to just to live in a city that has so much um, investment in culture and the arts from cultural people, artists, even if it at times feels like the support isn't there, uh, is really exciting to me. I'm excited about the support from the city of Seattle, uh, mm-hmm. particularly the Office of Arts and Culture. I also chair the Seattle Arts Commission, and so which is a group of folks that are liaisons kind of between like the mayor's office and the city and city council and the arts community. So I get to do a lot of work with the Office of Arts and Culture that way. And it's amazing to get to feel support for racial equity work in the arts through the city. Um, like I mentioned earlier, they, they were the ones that put on that um, turning commitment into action um, trainings that really kind of jump-started a lot of the conversations that arts organizations are having. Uh, but not only did they have that, but continue to support arts and cultural organizations through follow-up trainings and Mm -hmm. through, you know, um, accountability and grants and for individual artists and organizations. Um, And the latest effort has been to open um, King Street Station, the third floor, um, as an art space for the arts community. Um, And so that will be officially opening March 23rd with the Yahat exhibition. and the there's three curators, um, Tracy Rector, Asia Tail, and Sapreet Cologne. And um, it's all indigenous artists um, that are going to be show, showing work at King Street Station on that third floor, as well as in satellite locations around the community, including um, Seattle Art Museum 
in our community gallery. Um, and so I'm really excited for what that space is going to bring um, and the support that it's going to provide to the arts community um, and being really centrally located. So despite the fact that, you know, folks might be you know, having to live in other places because of the affordability and all of that. There's sort of a what, you know, is hoped to be a central hub for artists um, that can create a lot of resources. So I really appreciate having, um, you know, the racial equity initiative through the city and all of the resources that the Office of Arts and Culture is providing um, and this new space that has the potential for major um major growth and major opportunity, so. Yeah, I think the only thing that I would add, and I think that A, this is a reflection of the fact that I work at an institution and I definitely don't think that it feels like this all the time, but I think that Seattle is particular and unique in a sense that the arts kind of seem like a part of the fabric, just like any other kind of sector of a city. Like the arts just seems like a, th a thing that people in Seattle do. Seattle, I think, is unique in the fact that people do artsy things and it gives you the mm -hmm. opportunity to do a lot of artsy things mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i like that seattle has a huge street art scene and it's a leader in public art creation with one percent of the capital budget put into public art outside of museums where did you encounter art growing up here mm. Mm. well i feel like given the nature of our work we experience a lot of art through the seattle art museum but mm -hmm. of course there's so many other venues and locations and just local artists creating work on their own um i love going to the Northwest African American Museum because they always just, their programming has always been really great. Um, Eve Sanford, who worked there for a long time, did a really incredible programming, like Priya mentioned, Randy Ford doing mixed fit in a museum space, which is amazing. I also just love, you know, we have First Thursday where there's a lot of art walks happening. Mm -hmm. And not that there's a particular space that I love to go to. I just love the whole act of going to our walk and stumbling into a gallery, whether it's in Capitol Hill or Pioneer Square, being surrounded by other people, just looking to see something new and exciting and highlighting local artists. Um, I always love trying to find opportunities to see artists like Romson Bastille's work. I also think who else? Roach the Muralist. It does really exciting things that is different, but also very relevant. Um, I love whenever I can see the work of like choreographers like Zoe Schofield, also Danny Terrell, things that happen at Velocity Dance Center. Also, on uh, the UW World Series brings in some really incredible things that I love going there because I always know that I'm going to see like the wow factor sort of show that is from an out of, out of town artist, whether it's a choreographer or musician that I love. I, I feel like I could go on and on because there's so many amazing just opportunities to see things and to 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 look at beautiful th objects. Mm. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's it's always it's everywhere, right? It's mm -hmm. everywhere we are if we're paying attention. Like I really intentionally try not to like look at my phone when I'm on the bus in the morning because I want to be I want to look around, I want to see what's around me. For example, on the light rail um, by the Soto station, there's like all those murals. Mm -hmm. And I think those are really incredible and they tell amazing stories. And it's something that, you know, it's just there. It's all around. And then I think, you know, I love seeing art in spaces that I'm going to, like coffee shops and mm -hmm. things like that. So the station in Beacon Hill, they always um, rotate their artists 
yeah, I think it's always for me, the most special are the ones that I happen to stumble across when I'm not in my official museum capacity, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I just get to go and experience and take it in. Mm-hmm. One of I think, A, I've met some of my greatest friends in Seattle through arts experiences. And I think that Priya and I have a lot of fun with um, bringing people along to one of our arts things that we go to mm-hmm. and kind of bringing them into it blindly and just having them experience it for the first time and then see them kind of get bit by the bug and know that they are going to want to come back and they get excited about what they're seeing Mm -hmm. or confused about what they're seeing or falling in love with what they're seeing or being terrified by what they're seeing. But it's really cool to be able to be like, hey, you want to come to this thing with us? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, Just come. It'll be fine. It'll be cute. And then they leave. (laughs) Like, when is the next one going to be happening? Mm -hmm. I feel like that happens to us quite a bit. And I love when that happens. I'm sure that it does. (laughs) Definitely. Why is Seattle such a great town for art and artists? Well, for me, I feel like there are so many different opportunities to experience the arts and maybe seeing something that you've seen multiple times, but in a different way. So when I think about organizations like On the Boards um, or even arts institutions like the museum, it provides visual arts and performing arts, but artists um, that maybe you don't think of when you first think of a visual artist or performance artist. And even if you hate it or if you love it, you can leave these experiences saying like, I saw something new for the first time that left me feeling something and I can't name what that something is, but I like it and I want to try it again. I feel like Seattle has, you know, multiple different ways to experience that thing because there's just a lot of exciting things always kind of cropping up in the arts community here that I love to sort of try to keep up with. Yeah, I think there there's just a, a constant freshness um, and innovation that sort of has to come with like an ever-changing city with limited resources and kind of limited space. And so it's really amazing not only to see such creative people, but the ways in which the art or the performance is actually displayed um, and shared in the community and the collaborations that have happened as a result. So, you know, I think about at SAM, you know, it's a it's an art museum, but you will see incredible um, dance performances. Um, you'll see amazing DJs. You'll get to hear from community leaders that give incredible tours. So just thinking about like lots of different ways that one site represents so much. So it's not just art museum for visual art or, Mm -hmm. you know, like NAM, the Northwest African American Museum, like David and I Mm -hmm. take Zumba with Randy Ford, this incredible Mm -hmm. um, dancer. And so it's thinking about how you're utilizing what is available in the city and like repurposing and creating something new and innovative and collaborative as a result. And I just, I love being able to see and experience things in sort of quote unquote non-traditional spaces. Yeah, I think another thing that I'll add is that the artists living in Seattle, I think are incredibly responsive to the world that we live in. Uh, When I think about choreographers like Danny Terrell who can create a dance work that is such an amazing reflection of a socio-political landscape that we're all living in is an example of there's so many great artists out there that are soaking up what's happening in the world and then creating art from that. And I always find that it's happening a lot and I love seeing that as well. Mm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. What are you excited about that's uh, coming up for this spring and summer at SAM? I would say that's something that I'm always excited about is our Summer at Sam series, which is at the Olympic Sculpture Park. And it happens on Thursdays in July and August. 
And it's an incredible like summer thing to do and it's free. And so it's a concert. There's a concert. So there's um, mostly local groups Mm -hmm. that perform and there's food trucks and then a teaching artist that does art making activities. And it's just such a fun incredible summer thing to do Mm -hmm. um, with the most gorgeous view of the city. Mm -hmm. And just even a walk through the sculpture park at Mm -hmm. any time. Mm -hmm. It really is such a stunning place. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh, and just to mention, yeah, so Sam has three sites. So there's the downtown location, Mm -hmm. the Olympic Sculpture Park, and the Seattle Asian Art Museum, which is currently under renovation. When I think of like if somebody were coming to Seattle and they wanted to experience the same thing that I love to do, I would definitely say if you are in Seattle during the months of July and August on Saturdays at two o'clock, we have Zumba at the Sculpture Park. It's outside. You're surrounded by people just dancing. There's yoga in the mornings. There's an art activity. And then there's Zumba in the afternoon. And I cannot describe to you (laughs) how amazing it feels to go out on a hot summer day, do an amazing Zumba class, be overlooking the Olympic Peninsula. I think that's the mountain range. Are those the Olympics? I'm not sure. But you can see the water. You can and- see the water. You can see <laughs> just glorious, Island, glorious mountains. And there are ships passing by. The seagulls always give you like a picturesque vibe. And then you're dancing to amazing Zumba music and getting an incredible workout. That's one of my favorite things. Even if I didn't work at the museum, like I will be at Zumba every Saturday. Well, this has been so interesting. And I honestly feel like I need to just go out and see some sort of performance, uh, go to a gallery, (laughs) go to Sam this weekend. (laughs) Um, It was really inspiring listening to to both of you. So where do we find you? At Seattle Art Museum. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My Instagram handle is Priya Michelle, P-R-I-Y-A. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E where you'll find lots of photos of David and I in (laughs) In our natural (laughs) habitat of the museum and the art scene Mm -hmm. in, yes, sometimes matching outfits. (laughs) Uh, I primarily share the bulk of my things that I'm doing on my Instagram, which is DavidRue212. Great. Yeah. Thank you both so much. Thank Thank you. you. It was a pleasure. To learn more about Seattle's diverse arts and culture scene, go to visitseattle.org arts. 